0: Greetings and salutations listeners. It is 2020. It is Wednesday, which is the day for the second week of the Without a Net Final uh, Fantasy Football League. As you can see, I am Oz. I'm also very addled right now because my team performed terribly. I am here with the commish, Jupiter Sanders, and my co-star, Leland T. Katz, who is also very hungry. So you're going to have to deal with him being very insistent while we talk the grand game. Hi, Jude.
1: Hey. (laughs) How do we know Leland just isn't upset at your loss and isn't admonishing you?
0: Uh, You know, that is also probably accurate. uh, (laughs)
1: Because
0: let me tell you what, it was bad.
1: It was bad.
0: Yes. And here's the worst part, is that... Points was I did about as well as I usually do in these games. I got about 114, almost 115 points. Now, problem is, and I was playing. Bring up my matchups here. Thank you, Yahoo. You were Yahoo. playing
1: uh, the Sorcerers. Which yes, is I was. Team.
0: Yes, and Cobalt decided he was going to take things super seriously this year, and okay. his seriousness paid off. Mm-hmm. So I lost. 114.74 points to his 133.98. Now, his his team was carried by Adam Thielen, wide receiver for the Minnesota Vikings, who scored 28 points of an expected 12.91. And his quarterback, uh, Seattle Seahawks QB Russell Wilson, who got 43.78 points off of an expected 35.69. So he had some excellent uh, workhorses carry his team through to victory. So it was honestly very debilitating and and humiliating because uh, I got blowout of the week. I lost by the most points of any team in this league.
1: All right. I don't like to hear week one humiliating. That is not a word to describe. It's one loss. It's one. You got 14 games. It's not even close to being over. Let's not start going down the humiliating track.
0: It's the, it's the absolute worst because oh. Yahoo made fun of my draft. <laughs> Yahoo tells me, you should have let the computer do it. And I looked at, at my score and I looked at my players and I'm like, motherfucker, you know what? You're right. I should have.
1: <laughs> what grade did you get on the draft?
0: Uh, I got a C.
1: Okay. And I believe Cobalt got around the same.
0: Uh, possibly. I, also I thought got,
1: he got like around a C.
0: He got a C plus. Uh huh. So as go. as I recall, it only uh, myself and uh, Fallen Seraph of the Cross Sepia Tones finished with a C rating in the draft. So I believe he and I will be in a bare knuckle bout for last place this year.
1: Oh. Okay. Well. well, next week the Sorcerers Cobalt's team will be playing my team.
0: Well, I... I
1: projected to win. However, this week, again as is every football season with you and I, we are we are one and the same. We are two sides of the same coin. I too lost. Um I <laughs> didn't lose biggest blowout. You won that. Congrats. Thank you. Um, but I played once at Jalapenos who came in second last year, right? Right. The second? And he uh, the, uh, again Stellar draft. He did, he did a good draft. Um, the majority of his team outperformed. <laughs> outperformed the Yahoo predictions. It was projected to be like a, a two, three point game. Mm-hmm. And on Sunday, like Sunday evening in Monday, I started coming back. But no, it, it just, no, it just fell apart.
0: Oh, wow. And yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, I, I ended up. Losing my scored 130.54. He scored 144.20. He won, which you know what? Playing the person who came in in top three last year, I'll take that loss and I'll be okay. Sure, it's to be expected. Yeah, it's
0: to be expected. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's it's me, it's fantasy football. Of course, I'm gonna lose. Okay, yeah, cool. All right, cool. But then we got um, BAM's's team, which is no longer. Morgana's Runners. It's now Carol's Childer?
0: Yes, Carol's Childer. Uh, And as everybody knows, which means that nobody knows, which means I guess about half the people know, uh, we will be ending the Call of Cthulhu campaign in the next couple of weeks, and we are starting a Vampire the Masquerade uh, campaign. Now, BAMPS is running that campaign, and so far, I feel that we can tell you that one of the characters in this campaign, her name is Carol, and she is a vampire. I know that's very surprising for all of you, but Childer mm. is the children of the vampires, so Bamsa's team is managed by Carol, and these are her vampire children. Unfortunately, Scrapper Scrappers possessed steaks and holy water.
1: he did a number on the team didn't he
0: (laughs) he did indeed now the projections were within half a point Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but the ending was carol's childer losing 115 and one half points to scrapper scrappers 124.4 and
1: and this is joe's team and joe was uh late to the draft he He was a bit of the draft picks he got uh but i think he did some swapping out. I saw some activity of him dropping and adding new players, but mm-hmm. I don't think he can complain after this weekend. He's no, I,
0: I, I think so. And honestly, as I'm looking at these points, I think it was less of his games to win and more of Bamps' game to lose mm-hmm. if it wasn't for his New Orleans wide receiver, Michael Thomas, mm-hmm. um, just underperforming to the tune of three points to his 17 and a half expected. As well as Levon Bell, um, between those two, he would have had the points he needed to win. All all else remaining the same, so he—I mean—they both lost a lot of points. Their teams just underperformed, but uh, I guess we can just say that it was uh, it, it was Joe's team that sucked less, I guess.
1: Well, I mean, were any points left on the bench for Bamps? I don't see any points. Well, I don't see any points that would have made a difference, really.
0: Um, I think if he, uh, let's see, Adrian Peterson did very well. 13 points against four. Uh, I think if he had replaced, if he replaced LaVon Bell with Peterson and potentially Edelman with... Thomas, like mm-hmm. I think, if he'd made those two changes, I mean, he couldn't. You couldn't expect what happened, and that's the problem with uh, with this game, especially in this COVID situation. Yeah. We have no idea who is going to be here week to week, no. and so no. you know, I think there's as much of a betting pool on whether or not we're going to finish the season due to COVID as we are uh, who's actually going to win it based on points. All
1: right, so. We're, we're about halfway through the recap and let, let I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna get real right now right. I was not looking forward to fantasy football this year okay I'm not looking forward to football at all I don't watch the games and now that the games are all this covid no spectators who knows what's going on it may be shut down it feels like if I get excited about it it's just gonna be squashed so I'm like really not in the mood for this mm-hmm. yet I'm playing I'm the commissioner I'm gonna run it I scaled back the league. We got rid of the players that weren't really like all in and that weren't going to play. So we stripped it down. We only got 10 teams this season. Mm -hmm. But I'm really just this whole COVID thing has just kind of ruined it for me.
0: Uh, That makes sense. Yeah, um, I do know, however, that they, uh, some of these teams are allowing fans. Now, the the stadiums are at reduced capacity. I say this because the, the Kansas City Chiefs and the Houston Texans were the first to play, and I believe that was on Thursday night. The reason I know this is because I'm a St. Louis uh, local, and Kansas City is my team, because we used to have the Rams, but Kronike. Anyway. They made the national news because the fans were so racist they booed both teams for linking arms (sighs) and solidarity. That's how terrible this was.
1: Yeah. yeah. Right.
0: So I know this is kind of detracting from, from the talk of the game, but folks, seriously. What the hell?
1: They're like ruining football. Right. It's just everything's ruining my football. Uh so, yeah. We'll see what happens. All right, let's get back to this recap. Okay. All right. So, Seraph cross sepia tones went against Margaret's kill team, which is Zakara. Zakara completely missed the draft. The computer did it for him.
0: You know what? The computer did it for like literally half of our teams.
1: <laughs> yeah, we had a lot of people not show up.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: But um I don't know. I know Zakara says he's having flashbacks to to last season, where you know the projection showed he was within a few points, but then the game comes and he's just smashed. He lost by eight points, one twenty three thirty to one thirty one oh two.
0: So I'm looking at at the projections, and I don't think he should be having those flashbacks. Chris, from the look of it, he had almost no chance from the beginning. Now they both underperformed yet again. This is going to be a theme I expect we're going to see every single week. Yeah. But Cross Seputones was projected to win 143 points to Margaret Kill's team's 131. That was yeah. almost... I mean, that's heavy blowout level. Yeah, yeah. And it was closer than expected. Now, it still kind of sucks to lose by eight points, but it's now
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 19. <laughs> it's not what you went through. Exactly. <laughs> uh, but,
0: so, yeah, yeah. And, and looking at it like... There are definitely some breakout players. Like, let's talk about Devontae Adams, the wide receiver for the Green Bay Packers. He was only supposed to get 16 points and got almost 35. Um, some of these players are just doing amazingly. Yeah. Um, Dalvin Cook, running back, Minnesota Vikings, he did fantastically uh, 21.3 points over 17.35 projected. And everybody else is kind of maintaining within the 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 points projection which is good because it means that yahoo is sucking less with their algorithms Mm -hmm. but then it's just it's the people who don't get their targets they don't get picked they get tackled they get whatever but it's the people who underperform that are just killing some of these teams and it's just like the the breakouts that they have and the people who score way above projections aren't doing enough to pick up that slack
1: yeah, I, I mean, you know, to be fair, Seraph's team had one, two, three, four players uh, underperform. Mhm. By by a by a fair bit. Oh yeah. So if it weren't for Adams, that wide receiver for Green Bay, you know, pulling in the 34 plus points there, he'd have been hurting. So I agree. If that didn't happen, this would have been a completely different game.
0: If um so I don't know why he did it, but uh, Zakara has Devontae Parker, wide receiver for the Miami Dolphins. It's like why why are you you standing anybody from Miami? <laughs> I had wide receiver in the wide receiver one slot, he got six point seven points compared to eleven point six three. Now this is the heartbreaker, okay? Yeah. Calvin oh. Ridley, wide receiver, Atlanta Falcons. Mm-hmm. Supposed to get 13 points. He got 29.4. That alone would have won him the game.
1: Would have won him the game. That would have done it.
0: That is the heartbreaking part.
1: Yep. Yeah. So, Zakara, when you listen to this, bench Miami players?
0: Yeah. Bench Miami players drop Miami players.
1: That's a That's just a rule. Just don't go Miami. That is, that is Miami. what you do. That's, yeah. It's Miami. It's terrible. Like, stop. Just stop with Miami. Just don't do it. Just don't do it. Just say no yeah (laughs) all right last game um the girls here Uh, Ah, yes cookies monsters which we all know is the lovely cookie
0: and the reigning champion i believe
1: and the reigning champion and briscoe's bruisers which is um joe's joe's wife Mm -hmm. um who knows her football Knows how to draft, and 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 Cookie did some research, talked to some people, crowdsourced some uh, player picks, did a fantastic draft. Cookie scored top of the draft for this season, scored top. Uh, I think I was like second with a, a B or B minus, and then and then Briscoe was down there, All but right. uh, top, 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 top. Uh, this game. Um, Cookie ended up on top at 147.66 to Briscoe's 136.88. Mm-hmm. I think this is just Briscoe going against Cookie and it's just not going to, she's not going to top all this monster. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, I agree with that. Um, <laughs> if
1: she went against anybody else in this team, she would have beaten one, two, three, four, five, six, seven of us. Yeah. Seven of us if we played her this week.
0: Yeah, it's, it, it's the, she has the the poor luck of the draw of being mm-hmm. in uh it it is going to be a very tough bracket, which mm-hmm. I believe is the bracket I'm in, So is I'm like, okay, yeah, this is this is gonna be fantastic, but so i'm looking i'm I'm looking at this seems like the projection was supposed to be like a total blowout, like a twenty three point blowout. Mm-hmm. It would have been. As I'm not supposed to say, humiliating. Now, it's nice because they both overperformed. Briscoe overperformed fabulously, 13 points over projection, but Cookie did not. She stayed right around where she was supposed to be. It's just simply that Briscoe's bruisers could not overcome the deficit. No. And it is a shame. Now, I will I will say that she's fortunate it wasn't worse because I'm looking at points left on the table. And if cookie had put new Orleans in the defense slot, instead of San Francisco, who has a, an excellent running offense, but come on, um, that would have been even that that was 17 points versus four. That would have been easily the, the score that would have humbled all of us. But yeah, looking like Cookie had some some people who overperformed excellently. Um, Mark Andrews, tight end for the Baltimore Ravens, he did fantastically, twenty points versus thirteen expected. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, running back for the Carolina Panthers, he did twenty-seven points versus twenty-two. And uh, DeAndre Hopkins, wide receiver for the Arizona Cardinals, he did twenty-two points versus thirteen. And that was more than enough to make up for the shortcomings in uh, Austin Hooper, her tight end with the Cleveland Browns, who scored two and a half points versus 8.7. San Francisco's uh, defense, as I said, at four points versus 8.65. And even her QB, the venerable ancient Tom Brady, QB Mm -hmm. for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers.
1: Yeah, how far they fall.
0: Uh yeah well you know what <laughs> I I guess the ball snaps a little flatter at sea level.
1: <laughs> but he
0: does still have it. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, Cookie just had a, a Cookie just has a formidable team. I mean, this is not like anybody would be hard pressed to beat Cookie. I see Briscoe Bruisers right now seated at sixth place in the league mm-hmm. yeah. she's going to rise up to the top i think this is probably going to be her she's going to end up with maybe two three losses this year I, she's going to steamroll the rest of us
0: uh you know i think the way we are looking i agree um mm-hmm. i think i think the the jalapeno scrappers snowflakes childer bracket is going to end fairly close as to how it looks now simply because it's Watson's Jalapenos. And that was literally down to the snap of the ball last year, as I recall. Whereas the bottom league is, I honestly think this is going to be Briscoe's Bruisers versus Cookie's Monsters. I I think there may she may only get two losses this year, and it's going to be both against Cookie's Monsters.
1: Mm. Yeah, no, that... That that tracks. I, I see I see Briscoe gonna is gonna rise up. She's gonna make the playoffs no problem. She you know, it's just cookies just hard to beat.
0: Yeah. And it's it's incredible because like last year she self admitted she has no idea about football and she crowdsourced <laughs> her team. This year she couldn't even crowdsource her team because of COVID. And still she is just a unstoppable powerhouse. I I say it's unfair, but she is fantastic at what she does, and much respect to her.
1: Yeah, yeah. I I mean, I have to play. I have to play Briscoe. Mary Sue Snowflakes has to play Briscoe Bruisers twice. Um, got to pay, pay play Cookies Team once. Thank goodness. One sends twice. So there's you know, there's some losses. There's three losses for me, right there. <laughs> mm-hmm. And Yahoo had the nerve to say that Mary Sue Stoflakes has the easiest schedule. I'm like, I don't see where they where they get off saying this about me. Uh, this is so, right. so much a lie.
0: Um,
1: this is an easy schedule.
0: I I I I don't know. Um I'm not certain what my my matchups are going to look like. I think it's going to be <laughs> Uh, I've got Margaret's kill team on week three. Briscoe on week four.
1: You, it's you and I duking it out for who's going to lose on week five.
0: Uh, so it is. Uh, week six. Okay, cookies monsters. I'll phone it in that week.
1: And jalapenos right after that. Good oh luck. my god. Good luck, and then you get to repeat that on the thirteenth and fourteenth week.
0: Yeah, my yeah. uh. Like Yahoo even said, it's like, not not only should you have let the computer do it, it won't matter. <laughs> it
1: won't matter. Yes. So uh, I, I I like that it's you and I who are salty about this whole thing.
0: Of course. We're, gonna we're to do the ones these recaps. who are doing the show.
1: We're going to do the recaps every week. And unless somebody really wants to jump in here with our bitter, miserable selves. But it's going to be us because we're yep. going to end up middle of the pack, if not at the doing toilet bowl this year to see who can actually lose. But I, I I predict you and I are going to end up at the back half of this pack. I agree. Completely pulling up the rear. Uh,
0: Looking at it. uh, I know that Yahoo said I had a pretty good chance of getting two wins this year. Uh, I hate to say it. I think one of them might be Zakara. I, I, I love him to death, but his picks are as bad as mine.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And I think the other one might be. Um, uh, I don't know snowflakes. if I.
1: Snowflakes. No, I don't
0: think snowflakes. it's going to be the snowflakes. I think it's going to be the childer
1: You think it's going to be the Ch- Carol's Childers over this? Over this? All right, all right, all right. Yeah. We're going to see what happens. We're going to see what we, happens.
0: The the only way I see myself becoming ascendant in this league this year is literally <laughs> if the plague takes everybody else. <laughs>
1: cookies monsters all of her picks are decimated by covid that's right raising your team to the highest he- no i don't think that's gonna happen
0: uh i don't I think either but...
1: NFL players have enough money and enough medical staff to make sure they're fine
0: i agree with that
1: yeah yeah uh, yeah uh so i think that that wraps it up i'm now gonna enjoy a drink because i did that sober you're welcome everyone
0: You know what? I think I'll do the same thing. What are we uh, having? Well, let's see. Pop open the fridge.
1: Every week, week you have to um, tell us about the beer you're going to enjoy in your miserable saltiness.
0: All right. Well, my miserable saltiness.
1: Yeah, it's the salty year, everyone.
0: It is. um, And so, my salty self is going to be enjoying uh, De La Vega's pecan beer. Now, this is uh, brewed by Sierra Blanca Brewing Company, Incorporated from Moriarty, New Mexico. Oh. And I will have you know that a pecan beer is perhaps my guiltiest of pleasures.
1: It's made from pecans or it just tastes like pecans?
0: It tastes like pecans. Oh, now, I do have a data sheet on this beer that I have not fully read yet. <laughs> data sheet? Uh, Let's see. It's not that one. That's Upland Brewing Company. Uh, (laughs) Chesapeake Pale and Tavern Brown. Oh, here it is. Uh, You know what? I think it actually does have some pecan in it as an adjunct. Wow. So I am... uh... Looking forward to pouring this beer. Uh, If everybody is interested in the future, I suppose I can do some Cicerone-style reviews of beers that I receive through the Beer of the Month Club, of which (laughs) I am still a member for the next 60 days.
1: Yeah, (laughs) You know what you should do? Let's do a review at the end of it, and you could say all the beers that you got and rank them.
0: Oh, that works.
1: There we go. I don't know if anybody cares to listen to us talk about the beer he's received in Beer of the Month, but you know what? Let's do it.
0: All right. I'm Warrior. down. I love the sound of my own voice. <laughs> and uh, we still enjoy throwing out content. Uh, some, a couple other teasers. We are doing a Halloween game this year. It's going to last <laughs> a little bit longer than usual. And I will be the H.R. Geiger counter once again. I'm so excited. This is going to be great. And we are going to run this the proper way. And we're not going to cut any corners. We're going to run this thing until it is done. Oh, wow. So I don't know if this is going to be a mini-mini series or if it's going to last a game because y'all make fantastic choices for me. But we're going to find out.
1: Halloween is fast approaching, so we better get on it if we're going to do this uh, game. Because, you know, whenever we say, oh, it's only going to be one session, it ends up being three. Right. Because we make horrible left turns. And we fall for the jangly keys. We're also discussing, and I don't want to say too much, so Oz, don't say too much. Okay, I won't say too much. We're also discussing something else happening. That would be uh, for Patreon, for patrons on Patreon, mm-hmm. uh, a little extra bonus thing that they would have access to, um, which I think is really fun. I'm excited for it. I can't wait to see who's up for it. And we'll have that nailed down hopefully tonight. When uh, yeah, out. I yeah.
0: think we will. Um,
1: so we'll be able to announce more about that. But that sounds super exciting, too.
0: It does. It'll be uh, it'll be nice to see happen.
1: It will. It will be nice to. To I. I kind of long for that kind of a. Um. Return to a simpler way.
0: I agree. I like uh, it. it. I'm I've much looking forward to it. With
1: Cthulhu, so this will be nice.
0: That's because we are terrible people. <laughs>
1: Oh my gosh. All right. I'm going to end this because now I'm just sad thinking about all the decisions that were made to end Cthulhu. So we're going to end this football recap.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Football. Right. That's, that's totally what we're doing.
1: (laughs) All right. Thank you everybody for listening. We will see you next week for week two recap. Any questions, as always, please post in the without a net uh, fantasy football channel on the discord. And again, it will most likely be Oz and I doing this every week, unless somebody, one of the other, coaches of the team say hey i want in uh more than welcome to join us it would be three of us then and it would be fun but we'll see you guys next week bye
0: Thank thank you everybody